opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony, a news magazine show featuring human interest, in the spotlight, movers and shakers, and the news and happening that affect all of us in and out of the ACB community. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday edition. And as I'm listening to that, I'm realizing as much as I love those horns, I guess it's time for me to update that the intro and the outro. I've got to change it to ACB Media One. But um, I'll do that in the next couple of weeks. I usually am here with my sidekick and engineer extraordinaire Byron Lee, but he is taking a much needed and well-deserved vacation that will coincide with um, the BPI Denver Fall Social, which um, happens next weekend. So next weekend, it will be a pre-recorded Sunday edition. But... If you can't have the Byron, you go to the best. So I asked Mr. Mr. Rick Morin, ACB Media One's uh, technical director extraordinaire, to back me up today. So Rick, thank you so much for for pinch hitting on Sunday edition. Yeah, well, you use the baseball metaphor, so <laughs> of, of course you you invited a Red Sox fan, no less. I did. I did. All rivalries aside, even though you knocked my beloved Yankees, you know. <laughs> anything um, Anything exciting you want to share going on with ACB Media in the next couple of weeks? No. Well, we had a really exciting weekend. We had three, right? three conventions going on. We had the dance party last Friday, and everything was a smashing success. And uh, uh, we've got another convention coming up. This week with RSVA, Randolph Shepard Vendors of America, I think it's happening on the 19th, whatever day, day that is. So we're keeping busy here at ACV Media. So, Well, we are going to get into the dance party a little later on with the Get Up, Get Moving folks um, in our second hour. So we're definitely going to dive into how much fun that was. Um, and I am in the process of going through my streaming, streaming training with Tyson. Um, am I correct in, in saying that there'll be another round of streaming training um, soon, probably before the holidays? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I mean, we're, we're, and, we're committed to bringing on at least three new streamers a month for the foreseeable future. And I think the next round, he's got seven or eight people um, all ready to, go, you know, all set up to get into training. So, yeah, we're pretty, nice. we're pretty excited about all that. And how are you guys doing with, you know, folks to edit programs and, and um, get some of the podcasts up and all that? We're still growing that team, too. So um, throw out the email address, Mr. Rick. <laughs> how, do they, how do we contact you if we want to uh, yeah, if you, the team? Yeah, well, if you want to reach out to me, it's rmorin, M-O-R-I-N, at acb.org, rmorin at acb.org. And, uh, yeah, if you're interested, please reach out. Um, if you have any audio experience already and uh, would like to get back into radio or get into radio for the first time, uh, by all means, please reach out. And if you haven't done it but want to, uh, we'll be happy to teach you. So come on down. Skill, 
skills that are valuable. You know, you may want to podcast at some point in the future or take those uh, take those musical talents to, you know, to a next level. So having uh, yeah. having this experience is, is golden. And, and Anthony, uh. Anthony needs some competition. That's what it comes to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got two more announcements uh, for this Sunday. Um, Leslie Spoon, who will probably be on the program in a little while, would like me to remind everybody about this year's holiday auction. Um, there are some amazing items that have already been donated, including another round of fabulous bombastic bourbon balls. <laughs> um, and then there's the appetizer teaser auction. Um, both of those are Thanksgiving weekend. And GDUI is holding two holiday fundraisers. Um, the first being a raffle for $10. You can enter yourself into a drawing and possibly walk away with $1,000 to spend over that holiday. Lots Ooh. and lots of great gifts can be bought with 1000 bucks. So um, you can check out their website for uh, additional information. And they're also holding their annual holiday wreath and centerpiece um, uh, excuse me, holiday wreath and centerpiece. Um, you can buy them with a company that they partnered with. All of the um, proceeds will go to the GGI election fund. Um, and for $45, you can pick either a beautiful wreath or a beautiful centerpiece, have it delivered anywhere you'd like to send a gift to. So it's a very easy gift to give. Um, and all that information you can find on the GDI website. Um, like I said at the top of the show, I will not be live next week. It will be a pre-recorded show with um, JoLynn Bailey Page and Bretta Packer talking about the Unique Description Project, National Parks. Um, so you could call it the Get Up, Get Moving show number two, uh, if you'd like, or maybe Get Up and Get Nature. Um, and that'll be next week on Sunday edition. I'll be back with a live show the following week, Halloween. And um, that's about it on announcements. So I am very, very happy and and proud to welcome back to the show, Janine Stanley. Um, we have partnered, Sunday Edition has partnered with Ira on and off for the two years that Sunday Edition has been in existence. And we absolutely love whenever Ira's got, to, got some good news to share. So Janine, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Hey, hello there. Hello, everyone. I am getting a little bit of feedback. So if you are not Janine or Rick, please, please mute. And a bit, a little bit later on while talking with Janine, we're going to be opening up for calls. If you have any questions about Ira or you'd like to share some interesting, different ways that you've used Ira that maybe folks haven't thought of. And I've got a couple of my own that we'll talk about a little later on. You can find the link for Sunday edition on all of the ACB email lists as well as the Facebook community group, my personal page, the Get Up, Get Moving page. Um, I think it's on the IRA page too, Janine. I believe so. I would have to look. We are in the process of redoing our website. So um, <laughs> anything that might have been there, <laughs> I can't vouch for at the moment. <laughs> so I hear that you are bringing us two incredibly awesome announcements. Um, and Actually, one of them I might involve three. an entire... No, three, three. Believe it or not, yes, three. <laughs> and do one, does one of them in, in, involve almost an entire state? An entire state, yes. Oh. We have a city and a state. All so right, get well, excited. Take it away, 
All right. <laughs> so um, last Friday, we actually had um, a bunch of things happening, actually, a bunch of our uh Excuse me, I had to sneeze. A bunch of our promo uh, offers came into being formally. And the first one that's the state is the state of Connecticut. And why this is so important is they are the first state to do it. We've got a couple more states in line that will possibly be on board by the end of the year. Stay tuned. But for all of the blind and low vision citizens in Connecticut, you can get IRA free for essential services. Now, what are essential services? Just about just about anything. There are a lot of things under that category. Grocery shopping, medical appointments, online grocery shopping, filling out forms, reading your mail, uh, registering to vote and voting, all of those things, plus riding public transit, paratransit, and rideshare within the state of Connecticut. So um, this is a pilot project. It's going to go on for 18 months. And the way that you get into it, if you are a resident of the state of Connecticut, you can get more information at ira.io slash state of CT, all one word, uh, state of CT. And that will tell you a, a, a great deal. But you can also go into the IRA app. If you don't already have it, you can download it, get yourself signed in, and then go to the button that says apply a free access offer. When you go in there, you're going to go to promotions and you'll see the state of Connecticut. When you double tap on that promotion, it's going to tell you, okay, before we can let you use this promo, you have to fill out a survey. It'll be the first of probably several surveys um, done by the folks at UConn, uh, University of Connecticut. And then once you fill out the survey, you'll get a code, you put in the code, and then you're eligible to use that promo. And you can just uh, ask your agent to invoke it, or you can do so at any time. So we're kind of excited to see, you know, how will people use this? What will they use it for? Um, you know, how will this become a part of people's lives? And as I said, it's important because it's a whole state and I can't even imagine. Now, this is only for um, citizens of the state of Connecticut. So if you're visiting Connecticut, you get to take advantage of the free transit sites. So all of the uh, bus stops, all of the ferry terminals, all of the light rail and commuter rail, all of those places are access locations. But you won't get to take advantage of the promo where you can use it, say, in a hotel or someplace like that. So... That's Connecticut. And if you need more information about that, of course, you can call our customer care folks. They are on duty right now, in fact. And we'll give that number probably at the end. So, so Anthony. Before, yeah. <laughs> before we go on to the second announcement, um, I want to ask you to remind the folks of two things. Uh, the first being that once they, if they're a new IRA user, once they have gone through setting up the profile, they then get seven days of, of access to, to to play with the service, to you to yes. you know train themselves on it. And that's unlimited access for those seven days, correct? Yep. 
That's correct. And actually, we are doing our onboarding again. So you'll spend a little time with our customer care team. They'll take you through, you know, what can your agent see with your phone? Um, how does this work? What can you call in and do with the service? So we're going to make sure that you are comfortable using it. I realize the first time you do so, it's a little, you know, oh, I don't really want to talk to somebody I don't know, you know. But once you get into it, you will really enjoy talking to the agents. And one of the things you said about essential services reminds me about questions that I get asked a lot. Um, folks know that I am a, a you know, uh, Uber, <laughs> an Uber <laughs> IRA user. Um, but I'm punning that because you spoke about ride sharing. And I think a lot of folks don't realize how much you can actually do as far as your ride sharing experience is concerned with IRA. So yes. do you want to hit us with a couple of those points as well? Okay. Well, I will tell you right now, we are still not working directly with Uber. Um, this is an Uber problem, folks, and we're not shy to point it out. Um, the Uber app broke something in their API and it's not working with Ira. We have tried to reach out to them and they have ignored us. And so we are not going to be working with that until probably Ira 2.0, which should be coming early next year. But we do work with Lyft. And what you can do, you can still use Uber with an agent, and I'll explain that in a minute. But Lyft, you can actually have the agent book your trip. They can also watch for the vehicle on the map uh, that comes with that particular app. They can uh, identify then through the camera on your phone when the vehicle actually gets there and make sure it's the right vehicle because after getting into the wrong Uber once in a line. Oh, how embarrassing. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> and I got in, got the dog settled and everything. And, um, who are you? Whoops. <laughs> so, um, that's super helpful. We do a lot of that. Now, if you want to use Uber or if you don't have Lyft in your area, you can actually give the agent your Uber login credentials and they can go to the website. That website's going to send you a verification code. It's a little bit of a process, but they can still do it. Your agents can also, if you get the information, you know, okay, I'm looking for a red Nissan, whatever, um, from the Uber app, um, they can look out for that person for you. So it really helps make rideshare feel a lot safer and a lot less stressful. Yeah, especially, you know, the malls, the airports, oh, mm -hmm. in front of a hotel, all of those places, it's very, you know, it's very challenging sometimes to get to get your Ubers. They need to double park. They're across the street, they're yep. on the corner because they can't get directly in front of you where you are. So I've used I've used Ira to find my to find my Lyft and Uber drivers lots yeah. and lots of times. Definitely. So you said three announcements, Connecticut. That's huge. What else it, do you have for us, Janine? It has been such a week. <laughs> well, <laughs> on actually it surfaced on, I believe it was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and became active on Friday. So how do you like the great southwest, particularly Mesa, Arizona? I love Mesa. Uh-huh. Mesa is a very cool city. Well, the entire city of Mesa and Queens Creek are now IRA access locations. All of the public buildings, all of the transportation around there. Um, it doesn't extend into Tempe. Somebody asked me about that because that's, of course, um, University of Arizona, I believe. Um, 
and or Arizona. See, I get them confused now. We we are in Northern Arizona University, uh, but I believe that's Arizona State down in Tempe. But anyway, Mesa. And this is good if you're visiting or if you are a Mesa resident and you go outside of your house and use public transit, you go to the parks, you go to any of the public buildings, for example, to vote, things like that. Bing, Ira. And Mesa is doing this as part of their inclusivity, accessibility, accessible travel initiative. They are um, the most accessible city in the country when it comes to travel. Nice. And so go. And I said, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm I'm good for visiting Mesa. That sounds like fun. So uh, and we are hoping other cities will follow the lead. And we have all the folks that you can contact to make this happen, you know, and ways you can make it happen in your city or your area. Same with the state of Connecticut. So woohoo. All right, and uh, drum roll for number three. And it's a hat trick. Check it out. That's all <laughs> I know about hockey, okay? You just exhausted my hockey knowledge. Okay, so the third announcement came last week, and that is that Good Maps is now using the Sendero maps that we had acquired uh, as IRA a few years back. We thought we were going to make it part of our digital assistant, and we decided to go another way and so good maps now has custody of those maps and we set them up so that they would work on ios and android it's called good maps outdoors and that's two words good maps is one word and then outdoors is the other word you can find it in the app store and in the play store and it is a free, pretty full-featured uh, GPS app. And right up in the upper left corner, I believe, is a Call Ira button. So, you know, you're walking along, and okay, the GPS says this, but now I have to cross a giant parking lot to get to the door. Call Ira. Boom. And you can get your agent on the phone and get to that door. Nice. Yeah. And that went live on Friday? That went live last week, actually. Um, I want to say as of the 1st of October, I think. Uh, but the uh, Good Maps Outdoors has been out now for about a week and a half, I think. Because they made the announcement, and it wasn't quite in the App Store yet, and everybody went looking for it, like, whoa, where is it? And uh, so now it is in the App Store. They have two apps. They have Good Maps Explore, which is indoor navigation, and there are some places that are mapped. They're mapping more and more. I fully expect the convention this summer, they will have mapped uh, a good portion of the convention area um, at that point so that everybody can try it out. And then there's Good Maps Outdoors, which is, of course, the um, basically the Sendero GPS app with a few. It's kind of a hybrid of the Sendero app, which was seeing iGPS. Let me make sure I don't confuse that with seeing AI. <laughs> seeing iGPS. Uh, it's kind of a hybrid between that and Nearby Explorer. The late and lamented Nearby Explorer. So, so are you were, able to are you able to customize what um, what it's going to tell you while you're yes. exploring? Yes, nice. fully customizable. You can uh, let it know what kinds of points of interest you want to see. Uh, it's also got a breadcrumb feature. So, you know, if you are following kind of a complicated route and you want to know, all right, how the heck do I get back to where I was? 
Um, the breadcrumb feature is great. Um, it's just, it's a really, you know, very good GPS app. I have played around with it quite a bit in the process of, um, you know, learning more about it and seeing what they've changed and updated. And we encourage everybody to go out and get it. It's free. Woo. So how about folks that are, that are still in school? Let's, you know, let's say college campuses, will, will they be able to breadcrumb themselves like maybe yes. between yes. classes yep. and nice. Yeah. And that's going to be, you know, that will be a great feature. I'm really glad that they put that in because, you know, open spaces are the worst thing to try to navigate like a college campus or a business park as they're called or a medical mm. facility, you know, like, okay, I'm out in the middle of this space. I know I'm supposed to turn somewhere, but... And, you know, guide dogs are great, but it's a big open space. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, that feature is going to be nice, being able to do routes um, and turn-by-turn directions. They also have added to this particular GPS app. So um, I don't believe that was in the original uh, Seeing Eye GPS, but it's been added to Good Maps. And so we're excited to be a part of that. And then work will continue so that that call IRA button will appear in more and more places because we are working on our own SDK, which I think stands for Secondary Development Kit, I believe. But that is the software that developers can get to make your app part of their app. And so that will be coming very soon, hopefully, you know, after the first of the year. So imagine you've got a home security system and somebody rings your doorbell. Okay, that's great. You can talk to them on the intercom, but who is it? You know, wouldn't you like to know a description? Well, call Ira. And that's probably going to be, you know, one of the early companies that we approach, uh, is something like a Simply Safe or a Ring doorbell or something like that? So, and any that will be news? <laughs> any <laughs> news or word on the potential or possibility of having a call Ira button on the Envision Glasses platform? We continue to work with them, and right now we are still um, of the feeling that those glasses are way out of the price range of most people. Um, and we are still looking, along with the good people at Envision, for a really robust way to connect us to that service. Because right now, um, doing things on like FaceTime on your phone doesn't take as much processing as what we do because of the layers of security and things like that. So it takes a lot to make that run. And so we're, we're working on it. We're also looking at, I just saw an ad on another podcast um, about the Ray-Ban glasses uh, that yes. have, I do believe they have a camera. So we're looking, and this is also part of our SDK too. We want to make that available to these folks so that they can say, hey, you know what, if you buy our Ray-Ban, what are they called? Ray-Ban Story, I think. Uh, Story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can actually, you know, get a call IRA button in there if you want. So that's a little ways down the road, maybe by convention next year, maybe in Omaha, we'll be showing you that. Uh, when, and of course, whenever you get it up and running, you come back to Sunday. And <laughs> oh, you bet. <laughs> you bet. I mean, you guys are the first people to hear about a couple of these things, you know, on a, on a national scale beyond kind of the social media things. So, of course, we never forget our good friends at Sunday Edition. 
<laughs> so what um what live events have happened recently that we want to highlight? Oh, boy. Well, actually, we're doing one this weekend. If you happen to be in Dublin, Ireland, for all of our international listeners, um, and yes, we are working on getting the Republic of Ireland. Um, you can now, if you live in the Republic of Ireland, you can actually sign into IRA with your correct country code. We don't have euros yet in our payment system, so buying a plan might be a little tricky, but you can uh, get in touch with customer care, and we can make that happen if you want. But um, there is an event called Open House Dublin, which spotlights architecture and history of architecture in Dublin, Ireland. And that's going on this weekend. Um, let's see. I don't think we have any other live events going on. We we suspended our museum programs for a little bit um, just because we were working on so many new things that we kind of needed all hands on deck to handle, you know, all of the big changes. Um, people who have Android, you might have noticed that we hopefully have fixed your picture taking and picture sharing issues. If we haven't, please contact support. Let us know what model of Android you are, uh, phone you're running and what version of Android and all that good stuff. And we will see what we can do. So I've been um, paying attention on online and some of the blogs that folks are having problems with the Amazon app. Uh, oh. I know I needed <laughs> I yes. needed to do some shopping this week. Uh, so the first of my two IRA experiences that I'm going to share today revolve around Amazon. Um, <clears throat> in my IRA dashboard, I, I have um, my credit card information stored so that I can verify that I'm using the right account, et cetera, et cetera. And I had an IRA agent uh, Emily, who walked me through, I, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the Denver Falls Social is uh, this coming weekend. So I wanted a killer outfit. Um, you know, we Ooh. are going to be doing a haunted Halloween pub crawl next oh, Saturday wow. night. <laughs> so, you know, and then we're going to, wherever the last, wherever the last bar is, we're probably going to stay for a little while, do a little monster mashing and things like oh, that. Nice. So I, I needed to have a killer outfit. So Agent Emily really, really uh, assisted me very, very well. I was so happy. Um, so I was going to ask you to remind the folks, you know, we've got, um, we've got uh, Thanksgiving weekend coming up with the whole Cyber Monday thing going on. Mm -hmm. And um, the folks... The folks in the uh, great old post office, those that are still working hard and trying to do all the right things, are warning us that we need to shop early and shop smart this year. So you want to go through a few ways that Ira can help us out with our Ooh, uh, Christmas shopping this year? Yeah. Well, the biggest one, of course, is Target and Target Online. They are access partners for Ira, so you are welcome to do all of your shopping, no limits, uh, Target and Target.com. Uh, so that's but that's one place uh, you can also use Ira with your account because they're not they haven't opened up the retail part of this yet. But did you know if you're looking for a job, which would be a Christmas present in and of itself for a lot right. of people these days, um, we work with Amazon as an employer. So if you happen to uh, start that paperwork to start a job at Amazon, ask them for IRA as an accommodation, which you will probably need to do because they have lots of training videos. But they have a number of positions throughout Amazon from the fulfillment centers all the way up to the corporate offices. So take a look. We have placed over 100 people 
at Amazon. And we didn't place them, they placed themselves, but we're offering that accommodation to them. And we're really proud of that for Disability Employment Awareness Month. That's a that's huge. That's huge. Actually, Gabriel and I know someone in Orlando who is taking advantage of Ira in the Amazon Fulfillment Center. Awesome. Um, and he's he is loving, loving, loving his experience. Awesome. So yeah. Well, you were talking about holiday gifts. Well, it's really easy to give Ira for the holidays. We have our gift. Um, I'm going to call them gift cards. They're actually like Ira dollars that you can purchase for someone. And um, I'm going to have you call customer care about that because, like I said, we are updating our website. So the gift card page may or may not be up, but you can order a gift card uh, for someone. And they come in amounts of, let's see... and $100. Nice. You can give somebody a month um, of either of the services or just apply to to their account in perpetuity. Apply to their bill or, you know, buy some extra minutes if they want. Um, So that's a great way to take advantage during the holidays. You can also share plans. So our standard and advanced plans, you can share with two other people. And so that cuts your cost. But also, you know, then like a family can have IRA. Nice. Is there any any potential in the future to have parental being able to, you know, if you have, um, you know, a, a, a visually impaired child that the parent, parents will be able to see what they're doing through Ira or be able to help along the way? Oh, that's interesting. You know what? I don't think, well, I'm sure somebody at Ira has thought of that, but that's one I had not heard publicly. So I'm going to take that back to the team and say, okay, you know, um, what can we do if children have Ira? Right now, our cutoff age is uh, 16. And you can go below that with your parent or vision teacher's permission if they sign off on it. Of course, the parents have to pay for it. Um, And that would be a really good use for the parents to be able to look in. Right now, you can do that via Ira Live if you want to set that up. And some O&M instructors will do that. You know, they'll be walking behind the person. They'll have an Ira Live session going so they can hear what the person's being told and how, and then they can observe how they're processing that information. And there's some, there's something, there's promotional minutes for mobility as well, isn't there? Um, not at this time. However, <laughs> once again, you know, anything is possible and things change in a lightning instant at IRA. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to say not at this time. But um, I know that a lot of O&M instructors are interested in a lot of people who are just working on their O&M maybe. Um, because it's a huge confidence builder to have somebody right there to say, okay, this is exactly what you think it is. Yeah, I, I remember, <laughs> and it's been a while now, I can, wow, five and a half years, but I remember that first um, shadowing um, O&M lesson, you know, and I was in Staten Island, New York, so it was a ferry and a train in Manhattan 
Um, you know, and she was behind me the whole time. And and I honestly, at one point when I was in the train station, I actually asked somebody, is there a lady with glasses anywhere near me, like watching? <laughs> because after about <laughs> 35 minutes, I'm like, she hasn't said a darn word to me. Maybe she's having pizza. And she's just <laughs> it's but, terrifying. Um, I, those first experiences like that are like, oh my gosh, I, I'm out here all by myself. What am I going to do? You know? And and, and so it's really, it really helps people, especially people with travel anxiety, you know, and certainly you as an individual can ask your state rehab folks to build that into your rehabilitation plan too. We have 15 states right now that we work with um, on an individual basis. And then of course, there's the state of Connecticut and more to come. More to come. Where do you see what we have for the holidays? We have a fun, fun promo for the holidays. All right, so we're going to have you back again at least one more time before Oh, Christmas. definitely. <laughs> I am going to share one more personal Iris story, and then I'm going to take some questions and or some interesting and offbeat ways that people are using Iris. So get your hands up. I know I just heard one go up. Who but um, the, Gabriel and I have been doing some um, updating in the kitchen. Uh, we got a new stove and um, had a shelf built for the microwave, et cetera, et cetera. And my kitchen theme is the cartoonish, you know, big fat Italian chef. Um, and little did I know, uh, it wasn't until I was using Ira, actually. And this is Ira agent Riley. Um, Riley, if you are listening in, I promised you that I would mention it. And I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to order. I don't. Maybe you guys will will know um, those kitchen decals. They're sort of sticky, and you can put them on cabinets and walls. Oh, and, yeah. And so my my theme for the kitchen is is the you know the fat Italian chef. He's got mm-hmm. that you know thin little mustache, big tall hat, and all that. And I thought that there was just one. Well, apparently there are dozens of them oh, actually, wow. and you can order the Italian chef in so many different styles, et cetera, et cetera. So I spent about thirty seven minutes going through kitchen decals, and then luck would have it. Three days later, I actually got Riley again when the decals came <laughs> and it was a little bit of a learning curve. Um, I thought, you know, I'm big on prepping. I like to get everything ready before I make my, like if I'm going through mail, I'll have it all opened and ready to go. If, you know, whatever it might be, if I need help with the air conditioner resetting or something, I, I'm going to have the instruction manual ready, whatever I need. Um, so I had all the decals laid out and ready to go. Um, but it was a little bit of a learning curve to figure out the peel and stick a peel a piece of it get it on and centered where you want it to go and then continue to peel. Yep. And, and yep. Never peel the whole the thing off at once. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I lost two decals that I, I had to reorder, but that's okay. They weren't that expensive. Mm-hmm. But in the trial and error process, I lost two decals because they stuck the arms stuck in and I couldn't get it back out. And then I ripped uh. one. But then we got the, you know, we got the peel and 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 mold at the same time technique going, and and thir- like I said, thirty seven minutes later, um, I had my decals all up. Awesome. And, and we, did you did you have pictures of that then? I got pictures of them. Oh, yeah. And, and we Facetime with Gabriel's parents, so <laughs> it, we did a good job. Oh, how fun! Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I heard Jane Tolino's hand go up. So we'll start with her, and we're gonna take some questions. And some interesting IRA stories. Yeah. Jane, welcome back to Sunday Edition. 
Well, I want you to know that I have been missing you terribly, terribly, terribly. I've been on the West Coast for two family visits, and now I leave tomorrow to head east to New York City. And uh, I just want to make sure that Anthony bought my Christmas present at Amazon. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm ha- I've got my Before hand. the app crashed. <laughs> That's right. But I'm, it's a fat I'm, chef decal for your kitchen. <laughs> what, I, what I really want is a fat decal of the Italian chef with a disability. Now, cut off his arm. That's okay with me. We'll watch him put one hand. I like it. You know, just do a face plant in the sauce. But anyway, the, the tomato sauce, excuse me, the, the marinara sauce, not the other kind of sauce we all know about. But anyway, I am really intrigued um, with Ira's partnership. My twin sister uses Ira all the time, and she keeps saying, Jane, you got to start using it. you got to do it. And I said, okay. <laughs> I am finally committed after I get finished learning to work with this new computer. That that's my next project, is to let Ira help me learn to use this damn thing. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Where's the keyboard? Ugh. Anyway, I just am impressed with what you do. And and when people talk about being in the real world and they meet people who are blind and they say, oh, we're doing all this so you can be in the real world. I go, you know what? We are in the real world and this will always be with us. And Ira is one of the testimonies to the fact that what you've got is what you've got. Let's blend it. Let's integrate it. Let's keep it house. So I just wanted to say that I'm very, it wasn't a question so much because I really look forward to what you'll be adding in terms of services and partnerships, but I'm delighted with what you do and how you do it. Well, we are happy to have you come and join the Ira Explorer family, Jane. (laughs) Hope you enjoy your time. And, uh, you know, the agents are here 24-7 for you. I know it. My sister keeps telling me. And she, I mean, (laughs) you know, she does that with good purpose. It's Mm -hmm. the right thing to do. But I'll be there. I'll get there. So, anyway, that's all. I'm glad to be here today. Yeah. Absolutely. If I can make a suggestion, you know, get your computer Get your computer ready to go and play around with it a little bit before you start your IRA seven-day trial period. Because like we mentioned a little bit earlier, for those first seven days, you have unlimited IRA, so you can get a lot of your computer questions answered in that space. And preparation is the key. If you know what you need out of the agent, the better you can explain it to them, the better you know prepared you are, the better IRA experience you're going to get. Yes. Yeah, yep. I got it. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you You're welcome. for your visitor. All right. Awesome. I'll listen Take now. care, Jane. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> All right. Rick, can I ask, can you see who's next? Because now there's a couple of hands and I don't know who's who. Yeah, we've got a phone number ending in 597, please, if you want to unmute yourself. And Albert. Okay. You, there we go. Uh, this is Calandra. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, hello. How are you today? Uh, Good. Sorry if I'm talking soft, but I wanted to know, you know, y'all have an IRA in Connecticut. Is there a way that they could get it set up in some other kind of state? We are working on that. And stay tuned, Kalinda, because um, 
Uh, Texas has been one of the states that's been talking with us. I don't have an exact date yet or what they're going to do and how they're going to roll it out, but they have definitely been asking us, how can we do what Connecticut did? So hang in there. Uh, you never know. Another thing is this. Uh, Zoom is trying to play a trick on me, okay? Because... <laughs> They were saying something like the host would like to, for you to, to unmute your microphone. You can press star six. And I said, not until I'm called on. You know, somebody else is talking. <laughs> Sometimes when we know that we're close to the next person, we'll ask them to unmute a moment or two early so that they're ready to go and there's less lag time between Oh, calls. but, you know, I didn't really want to do it because I had some things going in the background and I didn't want to <laughs> Well, thank you for joining Sunday Edition. I hope to hear from you again soon. Me too, and I enjoyed that. Thank you for the presentation. Absolutely. You're we'll be welcome. back whenever more states come on board. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and Cindy's been chomping on the bit. Oh, <laughs> okay, Rick. Well, I had something I wanted to tell you what your agents have been so great helping me do. I am refurbishing my kitchen, the breakfast area, and also my master bathroom. I see a theme today. Right? <laughs> so do I it had, yourself, Ira. Yeah, uh -huh. so I had agents take pictures of all those various areas and uh, the before. And then I went to the store, to Home Depot, to pick out my new craft cabinets. And I said, now, I, I don't, they don't have to look like this. And I was with somebody who she was helping me select everything. And I said, well, I don't know. So I called Ira. And I said, now, look at my pictures. It's on my file. And now look at these cabinets. What do you think? Because the agent can get into more detail mm -hmm. than what your friends or the people in the stores are going to do. I mean, they did a pretty good job, but I'm going to tell you that agent was a heck of a lot better. <laughs> so I got everything all selected. Awesome. Including the new microwave, the new refrigerator. I got nice. everything completed. The bathroom is all picked out. I even asked, I said, do you think this is too much blue? Do you think this is too much blue? You know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you, I really, I just, you, your agents are just the way they go through and explain. But like when you get to the airport, you just can't call and say, hey, I'm at the airport. You got to say, hey, I'm at the door at the entry of Southwest Airlines, period. Mm -hmm. To give them as much information as you can. Like when I picked out my cabinets, I said, I don't want anything light. I don't want anything real. As much as I want cherry, that's not what I want for my kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, and they were just absolutely Wonderful. And so thank awesome. you all much. And I'll be all finished with this project by the end of November. And then you're going to nice. do the next big project we were talking about before the show, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I have already, since we've been on, I've already contacted our director of, of um, Office of Blindness and Vision Services about making sure that here in Maryland we have Ira including in mobility training. Awesome. Yay. I contacted two people in Montgomery County about making at least, let's start with Montgomery to make it an mm -hmm. Ira access zone. 
we have a number of counties around the U.S. Yep. That's right. You've got to get into the zone. Okay, so thank you all so much. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Janine. And I appreciate it. Cindy, before you go, what's Gardenia's favorite IRA use? You know what she likes? She likes airports and hotels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She also likes, there's one office building here in Montgomery County. When I go see clients, she... I get when I could see, I got lost. Now that I have her, we never get lost. Now we <laughs> haven't been there in a year and a half, and we went there the other day. Got off the elevator, and I said, "Don't worry, if you don't know, it's okay." She went right there. <laughs> they don't forget. Oh, That's great. And the agents are excellent with our guide dogs. They are. Yeah. Okay. All right, Cindy. Thank you thank for joining. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great one. We'll take a few more. Rick, who's next? Yeah, Albert, uh, if you want to unmute yourself. Yes, good afternoon, Janine, Anthony, and uh, Rick. It's a pleasure to thank you for letting me uh, participate today. Uh, Sorry. One of the questions I have is uh, what is involved in getting a state like Connecticut to get involved with IRA? What does it take? How does it, what's the process? Good question. Well, I'll tell you the process that Connecticut went through and several states are looking at. Their funding came from their highway department, and it's federal funding uh, that came through the highway department for this 18-month grant. And it's money that is used to get people more out and about. You were talking about get up and go, uh, Anthony. Um, This is that kind of money to get people out, to allow them to take advantage of the services that are out there with as few barriers as possible. And so that was what they were looking to spend this money. Sorry, my dog's going off in the background. (laughs) Somebody must be on my porch. But um, anyway, uh, they can uh, spend this money in a number of different ways. And that's what a couple other states are looking at. Because honestly, if the highway department doesn't spend that money, they don't get it the next funding go around. So they may have some money to spend. It's a little unusual to go to your highway department for blindness things, but um, a number of different state organizations have partnered with each other in looking at their federal money and where it comes from. Yeah, because I'm I'm from New York City and I think we can really use it here. Oh, definitely. And uh, I'll tell you, we would love to be back with uh, with the transit system there in New York City because we were doing a pilot project with them. But then COVID came along and things got a little crazy. So we would love to get back on board with MTA and, uh, you know, get everything covered. But I'd love it if the the state of New York could do this because you guys, there's such a huge need right now. I just want all the rap in the background here. (laughs) Before I go, I just want to thank Anthony, uh, you, Janine, and uh, Rick for doing this presentation. It was very good. Very, very well. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Who's up up next? Uh, That's all the hands, Anthony. All right. All right. Oh, hey, Anthony, we got to tell them ACB plans. Yes. Yeah. So 30 minutes of IRA a month for $20, normally $29. Uh, You also have, as everything in my world is talking right now, (laughs) 
<laughs> you can also get our standard plan, and that is $99 a month for 140 minutes versus 120. And you have to go through customer care to get these plans. So give us a call. Tell us you would like one of the ACB plans. They'll ask you uh, which chapter you belong to, etc. We'll verify that, and you will have your discounted plan. And away you go. So I'm going to give it another minute to see if we get any other hands. While we're waiting, Janine, tell them about the Facebook page and ways that they can shout out if they have an amazing agent like Emily or Riley, ways that they can shout out their agents. Oh, absolutely. Well, we will always take uh, information about your agent, good or bad, but we love the good because we get to share it all throughout our company network. And you can send those. You can email them to support at ira.io. That is the home of everything IRA. So no matter what you want, if you need to contact somebody, go through support and they will get it to us. Um, we also have a Facebook page. We are facebook.com slash IRAIO, A-I-R-A. I O. <laughs> uh, we're also on Twitter, same thing, twitter.com, A I R A I O. And we also have a YouTube channel. And every Monday, and we've changed the time, if you're a Clubhouse person, um, we have open office hours on Clubhouse. So you can come and talk to us for an hour or so um, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So that is noon Pacific Time on Mondays on Clubhouse. So we'll do one more hand check, and then I will ask you, Janine, what is one of the most interesting Ira calls you've heard about since the last time you've been oh on Sunday edition? <laughs> Rick, we'll take one more sweep and see if anybody else has a hand no, for Janine. No more for right. now. No more hands. Right. Okay. Then you're well, on the spot, me. Oh, my gosh. So we have a customer in Australia who is a trial lawyer, and he is a defense lawyer. And he uses Ira in the courtroom to read things quickly that the judge hands to him or that the other attorneys on his team hand to him to describe evidence sometimes, to uh, get people's expressions on the other team or uh, other participants in the trial. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool for a TV show? I mean, woo, <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah, I can picture, you know, somebody playing the lawyer wanting to wanting to, uh, you know, get their whole closing argument. <laughs> so yes, give, okay, give me the expression on that guy's face. You know? Yes. And, and he is very, very efficient. And actually, if you come to our clubhouse meetings, sometimes he is there. So, um, you know, awesome person. So now, that's, now, that's a great use. Now, Anthony, do you use Iro when you make a batch of bombastic bourbon balls <gasps> oh you know in the very beginning i did um you know i i i cook you know you get that mental memory you get that muscle memory so i don't need you anymore but in the beginning i did absolutely mm -hmm. how about you rick what's the I, I, most what? interesting thing you've used ira for I, I actually used Ira at Disney World uh, a while ago Ooh, haven't, been to haven't, haven't been to Disney World in a while now but yeah last time last time we were down there we had a ball with it so how fun. Nice. Well, we were Janine, talking before the show about skydiving. So, um, yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Cindy and I are going to compete for that oh. first skydive. <laughs> 
which whichever one of you does skydiving first, Sunday edition is all yours. We'll spend two hours talking about it, putting clips. <laughs> well, Janine, thank you as always for coming to Sunday edition as soon as we have some more states or when you are ready to unveil those amazing holiday promos. Oh, yeah. Please come back and let us oh, know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, let me give you our phone number. It is 1 800. 1-800- 1-800-835-1934 or support at ira.io or ira.io is our website. Come and All see right. what we've broken today. <laughs> Only kidding. It's, you know how it is when you're rebuilding a website. Like, Absolutely. We didn't realize how many pages linked to how many pages. So, yeah. Folks, check out that Facebook page. Janine Stanley will be back definitely before the holidays. And I will be right back with the Get Up, Get Moving campaign. Woo! This is Daryl Lukes, inviting you to join me for the Classical Show, Mondays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Cafe. Every week, I'll be playing lots of great music, from small chamber works to large symphonies, everything from the Baroque era to the 21st century. Mondays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Cafe. July 26th was the 31st anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA. We are incredibly thankful to Vespero for providing the first corporate contributions of this year-long ACB 60 for 60 campaign and for launching a matching challenge to our ACB members and our partners. Vespero will double every contribution made to the 60 for 60 campaign up to $10,000 over the month. Their matching challenge will start today, July 26th, in honor of the ADA's 31st anniversary until August 31st, 2021. To join the challenge in honor of the ADA's anniversary today, please donate at acb.org slash donate. Welcome back to Sunday Edition. And that 60 for 60 campaign is going on for the entire year, 60 years of the American Council of the Blind. Woohoo to borrow from the Get Up, Get Moving campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Anthony. (laughs) Right? Right? I had a great segue. (laughs) What I don't know, and this is a first for Sunday edition, I don't know exactly who my second layer of guests are because these folks have been busting the proverbial butts for, um, oh man, it's got to be about three months now, really ramping up this campaign into gear. And just this Friday, to celebrate White Cane Day, there were hours and hours of music and trivia and fun and fun facts. So I know I heard Tom. Tom, introduce who is here with us to talk about Get Up, Get Moving and the Coast to Coast Dance Party. Sure. Well, thanks for having us back. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we had one heck of a party on Friday, I can tell you that. Woo-hoo! But I think, yeah, <laughs> I think you can hear everybody's voice. So we have Leslie Spoon. <laughs> with us, uh, traveling Terry Suarez from Florida, uh, Sheila Styron is on the on the call today, and Daryl Daryl uh, who is just... our fabulous DJ uh, for the first three hours, uh, did an absolutely magnificent job, but um, if I might, Tony, just take a moment uh, as the chairman of this great committee, um, I wanted to extend a personal, personal thanks to you, Anthony, for um, all the 
pretty much single-handedly all the promotion work you did to help support our Get Up and Get Moving uh, initiative and the dance party. Um, you were posting on Facebook all the time. You had some great tunes you sent out there, Saturday Night Live tunes, and uh, not Saturday Night Live, but... Um, Saturday Night Fever. Fever, thank <laughs> yep. you. Yeah, so, but I just want to extend my personal thanks to you on behalf of all of us on the Get Up and Get Moving campaign committee. Um, you really, really did a lot to support us. Uh, you had us on your show a while back to kind of tease what was going to happen on this past Friday. So thank you very much for all your support. Thank you. Um, I, I love doing it. I love putting the tunes out and um, I loved, loved getting up and getting moving all afternoon on Friday. And you, uh, you took your turn taking on some of the tunes. What did it feel like? <laughs> it was, I thought it was amazing. I, you know, Daryl was our initial DJ. Larry Gaspin uh, DJed for, for me and Terry. And um, I, I don't know, I, I won't speak for the rest of my folks on the team, but I had a blast. I, I, I thought my, I had the 90s alternative and grunge, which I'm sure a lot of people, it's not their first choice in music, but sometimes if you're in the right mood, it's good. So I, I had a lot of fun. We did some trivia I'll tell you, my, my cohort in crime, Sheila Styron, she come, came up with some really challenging trivia questions. I didn't even know the answer. So anyway, I thought we had a lot of fun. Yeah, the trivia questions were definitely fun. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the the interplay between, you know, the folks each hour. Um, Cindy and Dan were, were especially um, cheeky and cute together. Um, oh, yeah. So what, you know, what moment out of out of all those hours surprised you or or made you say to yourself okay this was all worth it i will leave that up to the other folks on the call i i i will say just from my perspective um we ran in just you know some behind the scenes technical issues but our djs just plowed right through them so the public facing side of our dance party nobody knew uh, what was going on so I, I don't know i you guys you know speak up i i thought it went really smoothly let's hear from leslie First, and Hi, Leslie, Anthony. by the way, I am announcing every week about the holiday auction and the appetizer auction. So Thank we got that done earlier. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. I appreciate all, all that you do for all of us, Anthony. It's it's truly, you are truly a gem to ACB. So Right back at you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, um, I thought Friday was a blast. Um I had some of my my uh, people that do my happy hour cardio that I do on Fridays at three thirty. They came in. My time was the eighties, the big hair and the leg warm. Yep. <laughs> and my Hit me with your best shot, up. Leslie. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> so um, I was a little tired by the end of the night, and then I did the the New York auction, you know, supporting them and um, got an item from them. But you know, it 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 was a good time. I loved my host Monica. We I thought we bantered really well. Um, you know, Dan and I had a lot of fun with it coming up, you know, with facts and songs and Mika sang beautifully for celebration. I love that song. So yeah, my community singer. So I just, I just thought it was a fun time. It was a good time. I was chair dancing. I was up and about and clapping and happening, except for Tom's. I didn't know some of his, some of them didn't. I'm getting older. <laughs> I thought Tom's, Tom's got a, a, a big uh, repertoire of music there. <laughs> it's a side of me. It's a side of me you never thought about, Leslie. That's, that's true, Tom. That's true, my friend. <laughs> I've known you for a while, and I thought, huh, 
What was great was... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Terry. Oh, I was just going to say, it was so interesting, the songs he picked, but he knew the history of the rock and yes. roll and how yeah. they got their name. He did. Yeah, he did. I have I have to say when it comes to to backgrounds, um, you know, notes, let's call it, Tom and Dan were running neck for neck for having, you know, background information on on their their chosen songs. Yeah. I was yeah. So yeah. if Dan is listening, Dan, kudos to you as well. <laughs> exactly watching he had football. some good trivia. He's, he's taking the day off and watching some football. Rel, Rel deserved rest. He he spoke at the New York convention last night, so but I would just like, Anthony, just to say, um, and I left Dan and Leslie a message, but Dan, as our president, was there for the duration. I got to tell you, from 2 to two to 8 o'clock, he stuck it. He was in the 70s slot, so he was in the second hour. Um, but my hat goes off to everybody, but particularly to Dan Spoon, because he hung in there for six hours with us and just... Um, yeah, he, he had some great contributions just chiming in, and he caught Cindy uh, Hollis off guard on a couple questions, yes. which, was, which was fun. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. Yeah, kudos to, to Dan Spoon. He was, he was fabulous. His, his uh, set list was wonderful, and his contribution to the whole thing really was very – we're all very grateful for his support. So whose idea was it to bring in some karaoke? And if folks have never experienced karaoke – 9 p.m. Saturday nights on the community call list every week. I believe it goes out over ACB Media 5, but if I'm wrong, somebody can slap me hard. Um, but if you have not experienced karaoke, even as a listener, you should definitely tune in. If you play an instrument, if you want to go a cappella, if you just really want to have a good time, karaoke is a whole lot of fun. But I digress because I am always announcing whatever I can announce and, and inspiring as much participation as I can. So whose idea was it to incorporate the karaoke? So, Anthony, it was it was Cindy Hollis's because um, Terry and I had a you know, we're we're the co-chairs of the PR um, subcommittee for get up and get moving. And it was when we had a little uh, meeting with Cindy Hollis, she actually su suggested, you know, excuse me, we talked about having singers. And uh, she said, well, I think we should involve the karaoke community. And we said, that's a great idea. So that it, it came from her, the suggestion came from her, and we, we ran with it, you know, so Nice. And I would say that uh, Allison and Michael Smitherman did a rendition of The Rose that was absolutely yep. tear-jerking. Tear oh, yeah. Um, Dan Dillon, he didn't record anything. He went live, guys. He he did it right out right off the cuff, and he was fabulous. I, I, how much of a treasure is Dan? It just has to be said. <laughs> oh, it just, he is such a gentle human being and a great guy and a lot of fun. Just a terrific person. You're right. So let me bring up Sheila. I know I heard you come in earlier. Sheila, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Well, hey, we can't forget about how what a great job Colby did during Tom's Hour. She was yes, really, yes, really, yes. really great. And I yeah. am still singing that Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> makes you happy. It makes you happy, Sheila. I like it. <laughs> yeah. it can't be I can that. And all the <laughs> tunes from the 60s and the 70s, I... I have found myself smiling and singing all weekend ever since. So it was a great time. 
So when you do a show like this, occasionally your thunder is stolen by one of your guests. And that's those are the moments you really look for. And Tom actually stole my thunder a moment ago because I was dying to ask you, where did you get, where did you come up with all the trivia questions and how much did you weed through until the actual questions on air? How many questions did you throw away? Barry? Well, I feel like I go, could be a contestant on Jeopardy if it had anything to do with White Cane or ACB. No, um, actually, we just worked as a team. Um, some of us were like, I've got our questions, and others were like, can you help me out? And what's so amazing about the Get Up and Get Moving Committee is we all work together. And it was just, um, yeah, I, I mean, I had to dig deep. Um, for the 2000s. And uh, I went to the World Blind Union and found out that little fact about Argentina and using the green cane. And I was like, a green cane? This is amazing. But um, we worked as a team. And that's how we do it. That's how we get things done. And that's how we get up and moving. I have a Terry specific question. And it's by a very loyal Sunday edition listener who um, unfortunately would not be able to join us live today. But she wanted to know, do you wake up every morning as happy as you sound by the time we catch you on all of these various programs that you're involved in? <laughs> well, here's a little secret. When I wake up in the morning, I do a big stretch and I say thank you for letting me experience this day. I don't say I wake up happy. I just wake up blessed and I wake up grateful. The happiness is usually after I pick my song and get Duke outside and feel the weather and do my first meditation. So I don't wake up happy. I wake up grateful and thankful. So whoever mm -hmm. asked that question, thank you so much. It's just, <laughs> I'm kind of lazy. It takes less muscles to frown. It takes less muscles to smile. It takes only 24. It takes like 48 muscles to frown. And, and who wants to be bummed out? That's why I don't turn on the news for at least, you know, I listen to Rachel Ray by 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Rachel Ray devotee, so I'm right there with you. Because, yeah. you know, it's just, I'm just thankful, and I'm super thankful for our community and, and helping me bring back um, me again. And, um, yeah, this has been a great opportunity, and I had so much fun. I was nervous um, because the last 30 years of music, it you know, Anthony, it was a little challenging picking up music in the last 30s, you know. And um, what was your favorite point? What was what did you enjoy the best? Um, well, I did mention this before. I, I really, really enjoyed the bantering back and forth between Cindy and Dan. Um, and uh, Sherwood Crows, it makes you happy. Wow. Um, <laughs> everybody that sang, actually, just wow. Um, you know, honestly, I really thought to myself also, uh, each hour... There were some obvious choices, you know, and you need that. But there were really interesting choices that weren't necessarily obvious. Um, I think it was Dire Straits. Uh, at one point, I thought to myself, it's a coast-to-coast -coast dance party. This isn't necessarily what one would consider, you know, a wedding dance song or, you know, Sweet 16. But at the same time, it was high energy. So I, I also was was really impressed by by some of the interesting, interesting choices that... Um, that folks made for their for their hour music selections. So, Anthony, um, what did you think about my Welcome to the Jungle? 
<laughs> you know, you know, I you you're putting me on the spot, but I, I actually I actually thought to myself with you know with the yoga and the exercise experience, how hot of a video would this actually make? You know, if you were filming your video to it, <laughs> I love that song. And when I used to do step classes, we used to do um, stuff to that. So, you know, the jungle. All right. So, I, I have to go to confession, oh. Anthony. Um, Leslie and I did kind of co-conspire on that one because uh, she was handing it off from the 80s to the 90s. And so I said, Leslie, you have to end your set on a really hard-hitting song. And I said, how about Welcome to the Jungle? Because my first track was Zombie by the Cran Cranberries. And those yeah. would bookend each other so well. So they she was did, a, they did. They did. She was, Leslie was a good sport. So we had fun. I like that song. It's a good song. <laughs> Oh, I but can't, you, can't you imagine Leslie in her, you know, her hot day glow workout gear, you, you know, welcome to the jungle and just telling us, you know, stretch, stretch, higher, higher, or faster, you know, whatever it be. And, and just, I you know, telling you to jump out of your, your bike. That's what I cycle. <laughs> I did cycling classes. You know, you do jumps on the bike. Oh, my God. I'd be like, harder, get up faster. You know, just like you're saying, it was a great song. Now, Leslie, I have a challenge that I'd love to extend. What do you think it would take in honor of Get Up and Get Moving to have Dan karaoke something high and energetic <laughs> for opening of um, convention in Omaha this year? Dan Spoon or Dan Dillon? No, Dan Spoon. Oh, President no, Dan Spoon. No, no, you don't want him to say <laughs> <laughs> No. I think, I, think, I think Dan Spoon just going to stick with Hip Hip Hooray. That's about yes, it. Yes, Hip Hip Hooray. <laughs> that's, a, that's his signature. But now he no, has you know, the Hip Hip Hooray. Woohoo! That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, I have a suggestion for Dan as well. You know, you guys offer up like lunch with, um, lunch with Dan at convention. What about a ball game with Dan Ooh. at some point and auction that off? Yeah, maybe so. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask Sheila to step back up. Sheila, we um, we celebrated White Cane Day and with a Get Up, Get Moving dance party. Do you want to just quickly tell the folks out there why White Cane Day is so important to our community? Oh, I'm a guide dog user, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, White Cane Day is really important because one of the keys to our independence is people who are blind and low vision is the ability to travel safely. And the White King gives us the information we need in the community to do that. And it also alerts the public to our vulnerability, to the fact that we're there and that, that you know, people need to look out for us. And it's a day to kind of celebrate everything that um, has sort of come down along our movement you know, the white cane is probably the hugest symbol of the accomplishments we have made as blind people. It's something that pretty much everyone has in common because even those of us who do choose to partner with guide dogs, we have to know how to travel safely and use a white cane, you know, before we can get a guide dog. And I, it was really kind of interesting to me when I came up with that um, one trivia question about uh, how many people use a white cane? 
the fact that only two to eight percent of our population yeah. uses a white cane just shows how much work we still have to do getting out there and promoting independent travel with white canes and guide dogs. It makes me think of you is know, that the answer you wanted? <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's a good answer. Yeah. It's a great answer, and it makes great me answer. think of that statistic that you know only about four to six percent of our community actually identifies with or or is involved with one of the consumer organizations. And and that saddens me. Um the love, the the support, the the resources, everything that the American Council of the Blind offers up to to those of us that partake. I, I can't imagine that folks are out there lost and and don't have and it's funny, I've told this story many, many times, um, both on Sunday edition and various other speaking engagements. I interacted with a different consumer organization first and walked away thinking to myself, oh, I don't want anything to do with those blind people. I got to stay as far away as possible. <laughs> and then Rochester came about and ACB came about and my entire life changed. Wow. Um, so hey, I wanna, can I... Um, we, we we had such a great time on Friday, but I want to bring Daryl Lutz into the conversation because... I, he, you are reading my mind. Uh, he was the next person I was going to speak to. Go for it. Uh, I just Because we couldn't have had the day we had without our DJs. So Daryl did an amazing job for DJ us. DJ so, Daryl. Please, yep. Was, so I have another question that I'm going to ask Darryl. afterwards since, we're, since we are swishing into Daryl. Daryl, I actually want to go a couple of steps back with you because you've been involved with ACB Radio, now ACB Media, for quite some time. You have your own show. You've got a couple of other things that you're involved in. And you behind the scenes do a lot for ACB Media. So I wanted to ask you first, um, as somebody, you know, you heard at the top of the show, uh, Rick and I speaking about people that, you know, uh, onboarding streamers and editors and content for shows, et cetera. As someone who does so much for ACB Media, what are you looking for going forward for content for ACB Media and in, you know, our community stepping up and taking more, more of a role with ACB Media? Well, I like our community, the fact that we're doing a lot more conventions, and that's that's the wonderful part. But I'd like to see more uh, people step up and want to do shows on ACB Media 4. You know, we have the opportunity for the members of ACB to, to join me, basically doing a show on uh, ACB 4. And it, it'd be nice. There's plenty of time available on that stream. It'd be nice to get some other people. It's a lot of fun picking out your music. And what, what is nice about this week is that other people picked the music for my show, and it was it was really fun. It was it was almost like an all request show, an hour of Dan Spoon's requests, an hour of Leslie Spoon's requests. It was it was just a lot of fun. But I'd like to see more people get involved in in, in streaming the conventions because it's sure a lot of work, but it sure is great. And you know we have this great vehicle, ACB Media Four, and I think we can we can use it more for more dance parties. It doesn't have to be as significant as what we did on Friday, but. You know, maybe we can do small, shorter things with music and having some fun. So I, that's kind of what I'm looking for in the next couple of years is to keep getting involved with the ACB, get up and get moving and, and get it tied into uh, into the radio, all the, all the streams, actually. I want to take a moment to remind the folks, um, last year, BPI put together a six-hour music package, which I believe is still available in podcast form. It was, I guess, a precursor to Get Up, Get Moving. It was 
all um, upbeat party songs that the LGBTQ community either is produced by the community or adopted by the community because of the message that and the, the opportunity to run that six hour package during Pride Month last year and again this year. Um, was amazing. And and to be able to, folks like Byron Lee, myself, Leah Gardner, Gabriel Lopez-Cafati, um, and all the folks of BPI, a couple of folks from ACB Next Generation, to be able to, to tell folks before and after certain songs that we played, why these songs mean so much to our community. And the idea that any ACB member can step up and put together a package there's, you know, ACB Media has got a lot going on. So, you know, you can't ask them on a Thursday, like, hey, I want to take two hours on Saturday and celebrate. But with enough planning, anybody can do a show on any theme, on any idea, on anything that they want to, to elevate, promote, et cetera, et cetera. Can you walk us through what putting your show together every week looks like and and in a way that inspires others that might want to step up maybe it's not every week maybe it's once a month but folks that love music and want to step up and, and add some musical content and some commentary what's it like putting together your show Daryl? okay that's a great question and putting together the music is actually almost just the easiest the part right it, it's well, it's the most fun part, really, because hey, I like that song. Hey, I like that song. As a matter of fact, during the week, if I listen to other media outlets and I hear a song I like, I make a note of it, say, hey, I'm going to play that on my show this Friday. So that's that's a lot of fun. And um, figuring out what songs I want to play in what order and try to make them flow as best as possible. And that's kind of fun work. And um, if people are interested in doing it, there there are ways that it can be done fairly easily. You know, it's it's not that hard to get a, a streaming setup going, and and Rick Morin helps people do that. And once you once you're able to stream, it's basically just turn on the stream and go with your show. And you really don't need a lot of equipment. It's I actually do my show sometimes just using a MacBook Air, nothing else. And uh, so it's not it's not that complicated. And if you have even DJ background at events, not on the radio, but if you did DJ dances or whatever when you were younger, it's it's the same concept, and it's it's just so much fun. And uh, the other thing I do with my show is I try to do at least once a month a theme show. For example, recently I did a whole show featuring TV show themes or songs with locations in their titles, and that's fun to just go through. Coming up in November. The second Friday in November, it's going to be one-hit wonders. The whole show will just be songs of people that hit the chart once and disappeared. And it's just it's just so much fun. Now, I'm interested in the oldies, but no matter what type of music you're interested in, uh, go for it. There's a fellow on before me, uh, Tyler. He pretty much is interested in polkas. He does kind of a polka country music show, and it's, it's great. So it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for people to explore their love of music. And, of course, then there's the talk show side of it for ACB... Uh, uh, Media One, which we're on now, or Community Calls, but you know we're always looking for more nice interview shows. If there's a topic people want to talk about, doesn't, you're, you're right, Anthony. It doesn't have to be every week. If there's a person you feel is of great interest and you'd like to interview them, talk to uh, talk to Rick. See, you know it, it. It's very easy to make this stuff happen, and the ACB Media management staff is so supportive. It really is a, a pleasure. Yeah, you don't have to be afraid of them at all. I, you know, 
Rick and uh, the others that have been managers over the time, call them at any time, day or night, and they're, they're glad to help out. I've never had one ever say, oh, you know, you're bothering me. And it's very supportive. So I encourage everybody to uh, get involved. I really, I really enjoy it. Now, of course, radio is in my blood. I've been doing it since I was a teenager. So, uh, but I'm happy to, t- if people have questions about what it takes to do a music show, I'd be happy to talk to them. Well, I'd like to announce here on Sunday Edition, um, as I said at the top of the show, I'm going through the streaming training right now with Tyson. And, you know, first and foremost, it's never, you know, it's never a bad thing to add to your repertoire of skills. But um, one of the reasons that I'm doing it is because I'd like to end up on um, on media, what was once Cafe, which is now media. It's four, four. four, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to do a show on what I call power songs, and I'd like to do a deep dive into some of the songs that have endured throughout the throughout the ages and that have been covered over and over again by artists because they're a song that brings power to people. They make them feel something. They make they make you want to feel something, want to do something, want to act. You know, first you know the first song that comes to mind for me, and my first show will probably revolve around. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On and all the various artists from, you know, Cindy Lauper to Celine Dion, from John Legend to Aerosmith, all the various covers of What's Going On, Marvin Gaye, and the significance that that song, the power that it that it helps people feel in their own lives. I'd love to do a deep dive, you know, and talk about it and have some folks say, you know, what does it mean to them when they first heard the song? What did they think? And what various, you know, reincarnations of it, whether it be the Cindy Lauper version or the Aerosmith version, why does it resonate so much with them? So when I'm finished with my streaming training, look for look for me to take over an hour or possibly two. I'm not sure exactly how the blocks work, but you know, I will be picking up a block and doing a show once a week when I'm done with my streaming training. Daryl, when folk, if folks want to want to um, look, explore doing something like that, who should they contact first, and what should they have in mind before they contact? Um, I would imagine Rick is probably the primary person to contact, but what should they have in mind before they contact us? Um, here at ACB Media for a show. Just have something in mind, like exactly what you just said, Anthony. Have something like that in mind, or if there's somebody you want to interview, um, that that makes it a lot easier rather than call and say, "Hi, I'd like to help. What can I do?" Which, of course, we need. Don't get don't get me wrong there. But if you have a, a thought in process, when I when I first started, uh, that's exactly what I did. I contacted the manager at the time and. Uh, had the discussion, hey, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that on ACB at the time, radio. And uh, we we went from there, and it's like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. So it, it really, it also tells the staff and management that you've, you've thought it through and you have a great idea. And, and you're the perfect example, Anthony. What you just said is, you know, people have other ideas like that. And the other thing I, I wanted to point out was that what we learned from Get Up and Get Moving on Friday was, that Zoom can be integrated with music shows just fine. If somebody perhaps, like maybe if you do a music show like you're talking about, integrate Zoom, have people interaction with your listeners and stuff. And we really proved that concept works well on Friday. So that's also another thing that, you know, if people want to do a talk show and music show at the same time, it can be done. So I'm moving back towards, hold on, I'm, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I'm moving back towards get up, get moving. The last question that's on that path back 
is to the other committees out there, to other special interest affiliates or state affiliates or whoever it may be, what are some of the benefits of, of putting together programming around your specific committee or, or special interest affiliate? It gets great publicity for your, your affiliate or your or committee. Both, both would be just fine, actually. And uh, it, it gets you exposure. And I'll tell you right now, I, I just joined the Transportation Committee. And why I joined the Transportation Committee is during the convention, I heard their, their uh, breakout sessions. And it's like, wow, I'm really interested in this stuff. It's really good. So that it, it helps generate more interest in either your affiliate or your committee. And a lot of people, it, it's surprising. They don't know what really ACB has to offer. And that's another big advantage is you're, you're showcasing yet another thing ACB has to offer. So let's bring it back to get up and get moving. How much fun was putting this all together? You you were responsible for about four hours worth of programming. I did I did three hours, and I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It took a lot of work, but you know when it came time to really do the show, it was so much fun. But the work is fun. I've never had any problem. The ACB people. Oh, somebody's not muted, uh, are always a lot of fun to work with. And, we, you know, we had fun putting it together, deciding what to do. And, you know, Terry Suarez and I came up with some some ideas of how to do the show and how many hours should we do and what's the format and things like that. And we had it was just it was just a lot of fun putting it together. And of course, with the get up and get moving theme, it, it really even made it more fun because it we selected and everybody selected the music based upon that. And when we asked people like Dan, Leslie, uh, Tom, Terry to select their music, it was all based upon the get up and get moving. And, and that, that same type of concept show could be done for a lot of other, a uh, lot of other committees and affiliates. And absolutely. Uh, yeah, it can be done. And it, it, it was just a blast, but I got to say it was, it was quite a bit of work and we all worked together well, putting it together. And, and it, it was a long day, but boy, it sure was fun. Well, I'm not going to say that my feelings were hurt in any way, shape, or form that nobody asked me to sing karaoke for Get Out, Get Moving. <laughs> well, that wasn't my department. <laughs> hey, remember, Anthony, this is a three-year campaign, so. Yeah. Plenty of time. Absolutely. That's right. But, but, but okay, we've all got songs is... in the wings we can contribute. That's right. right. And, you know, and Anthony, you really have done a great job, uh, along with the theme that, that you we're talking about being so interested in about doing remakes and showing how people have um, used the songs through the ages. You have put some of those versions, some of which I've heard and a couple I haven't on the Get Up and Get Moving um, Facebook page. And I have really enjoyed hearing great interpretations of already great songs. You, you really have a knack for that. So I'm completely looking forward, you know, to hearing that. And something we haven't talked a lot in this campaign, and I think we can get a lot of mileage out of moving forward, is food, nutrition. Yeah, definitely. You know, don't you think, Leslie? I think There's a lot so. of stuff. I think so. We can... Nutrition's going to come soon. So it's, you know, it's... it's heard it's, it through the grapevine. Well, I, <laughs> I definitely want to ask... the grapevine... I definitely want to ask you folks what's coming next, but what I actually, but where I want to go right now is for me, get up, get moving. The first thing that comes to mind, I love to dance. I don't know if, if folks remember the, the old friends episode where Rachel talks about having the apartment to herself. 
And the first thing that she does every time that Phoebe and Monica are not in the apartment is get herself down to whatever she feels comfortable in, pajamas, skivvies, whatever it be, put on Donna Summer's Love to Love You Baby mm-hmm. and vacuum naked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. it. I don't often actually ignite the vacuum, but one of my favorite things to do is to throw on one of my devices in the kitchen family room and just dance until I'm sweating, until I can't, you know, there's a pain in my side or a pain in my calf and just dance it out. That's what you need to come to happy hour cardio, Anthony. I keep telling you. (laughs) (laughs) And one of these days, I promise I'm going to, you know, I keep telling you when you do water aerobics, where I can combine my love of music, moving and do it in the pool. I'm Uh so there, but that's, you know, that's just an idea that I hope you bring up soon. What does get up, get moving mean to each of you? And I'm going to start with Tom, who is chair of this (laughs) fabulous three-year-long campaign. What does Get Up, Get Moving mean to you? Wow, that's a great question. Um, well, there's so many components to it. It's hard to hard to say. I mean, I Sheila has this amazing, as part of advocacy subcommittee chair, her five fingers, and Leslie started to touch on this because we've, so many things integrate from nutrition to the exercise part, Anthony, you were talking about. Um, you know, part of this campaign involves... Um, you know, better managing, you know, your, your, what you eat and, and your, and for a lot of people who are living with diabetes, better managing their disease. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here, but there's so much work to do in this space around educating, as Sheila and Leslie started talking about nutrition and educating pharma about making their durable medical equipment fully accessible, um, you know, educating people in the healthcare profession, uh, doctors, hospitals, uh, um, you, you name it, um, how to have proper blindness etiquette. Um, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, yeah. So there's a lot that, that we're going to be doing over the next, you know, several years. Um, but, um, hold that thought. Leslie, okay. how do you and Dan get up and get moving together? We, we go on walks through our community every day. We take about three walks a day together in between my other stuff that I do. Um, after his heart situation, he's gotten up and gotten moving more. Um, he was always moving, but with being president, you know, he's a very busy guy. So, mm-hmm. and answering phone calls and emails a lot. So we always make time to go for a walk. We live in a wonderful neighborhood. People are out there seeing us. Um, like he said the other time on Friday about the little girl that took our cane and we educated. Yes. You know, she, she was, she's three years old now. I believe she's like four or five, but. You know, it's we have a wonderful community. We can walk to a shopping center. We don't have to get on a major road um, from our subdivision. And it's about a, a mile up and back. So we'll walk that two or three times a day. And, you know, my other stuff, you know, I'm always up. <laughs> so <laughs> either be the pool, you know, or teaching the classes on ACB, ACB community, which I love those people, you know. And, uh with the happy hour cardio or the resistance or the um, balance that we've really, we really have tapped into some balance lately. Um, and I've even extended one of my yogas to being on the ball. We're, we're strictly on the ball. Yes. So yes. really cool balance wise, um, strength wise. It's 
you know, moving wise, uh, mind body, you know, so it's yoga on the resistance ball. So you're on the ball the whole time. So, which is really cool. Um, so, I, you know, that's how we move. So, Leslie, just remind the folks, when is your happy hour cardio and what else are you doing on community calls? So Monday through Friday, um, I'm there. Monday is easier, easy chair yoga at 4 p.m. And Wednesday is resistance ball with yoga um, at 4. Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday are 3.30. And the, Tuesday and Thursday is an hour and 15, and it's resistance. You can have nothing at all, soup cans, resistance bands, or weights, or water bottles, you know, or nothing. Um, and that's resistance. So we're, we're working the muscles, we're working the balance, we're toning. Um, so those are those two days. And the happy hour cardio, whoop, whoop, it's Friday at 3.30. <laughs> well, I, I pledge I will be there this Wednesday. Um, we'll be in Denver this weekend, but I'll be at happy hour cardio the following week. Awesome. I want to bring I want to bring up Miss Sheila, and as we bring up Miss Sheila, I want to shout out again to Zelda Gephardt. Uh, three was it possibly four weeks ago? I had her on Sunday edition to talk about her Get Up Get Moving challenge, mm-hmm. um, and she ignited a whole bunch of folks to walk the amount of steps between now and when we get on our bus, train, plane. Um, you know, uh, maybe some of us will take a magic carpet ride, but however we get to Omaha, <laughs> um, to pledge to walk the amount of steps it would take to walk to Omaha from where we are between now and convention. And I know Sheila, you've been running. Um, so what does get up, get moving mean to you? And how are you applying that to running? And, and what do you feel when you're every day when you're done with that run? Well, this is... But really, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed exercising. And when I was growing up, there was no organized, there were no organized blind sports I could participate in. And I got left on the bench a lot. But I always enjoyed moving. I always enjoyed doing things. And I kept trying to do things. And and I am, I'm an older person and I never gave up and I keep, and it's just weird because I'm a, I'm a real late bloomer. I started cross country skiing, you know, in my late forties and now I'm at the top of my game. I started yoga in my fifties. I finally talked a gym into uh, being nice to me also in my fifties. And I, I just keep wanting to do all of this stuff. And I bought a kayak last winter and I bought a water rower machine last December. And then we got a, and I've always wanted to run and I, and I organize, I don't want to take too long, but I organize a lot of outdoor activities and things through my job. And I have a really hard time getting uh, people who have been living a sedentary lifestyle to get them to get up and get moving. So I'm super excited to be a part of this campaign. And we've got an Achilles International chapter here in Kansas City. And I started running last April. And I ran six miles last Tuesday. And I'm doing my first 10K next Saturday on the 23rd. And I just, I just love it. And I've signed up. Is there a tandem marathon in your future? Um, I don't know if I like to sit on a bike for 200 miles. We do have a couple of good ones in the area and I might, 
But I, I do actually have a partnership with Bike Walk KC here in town, and I've just gotten grant funding to get two more tandems, and I have an organized nice. bike ride coming up on um, October 31st. So yeah, anything getting up and getting moving. So I just love having an excuse to write on the get up and get moving webpage, you know, hey, I walked the dogs two miles today. Hey, I ran five miles today. Hey, you know, it's just fun because I don't feel like I'm bragging. I feel like I'm inspiring, you know? And Tell I them just about love your it. kickball game, Sheila. Oh, yeah. man, we had a fundraiser last Saturday here in Kansas City, uh, the Children's Center for Low Vision and Alpha Point. And we had a kick beep ball tournament. I mean, a beep kickball tournament. <laughs> and it was so fun. We had, um, there were only three blind people on our ter- on our team by the end. Um, we had seven, but they were all uh, blindfolded, everybody. And you kick this soft beeping ball and you run like hell to this resin <laughs> <buzzing> base. <laughs> and um, I mean, it was, it was so much fun. It was a beautiful day. And to feel like you've got people watching out for you, it was an amazing experience. It was almost up there with the first time I ran down the street with a guide dog harness in my hand because I kicked the ball and all. I don't watch a lot of organized sports, maybe just because I feel so left out, but I had that experience of kicking a ball and running as hard as I could toward this base. And I had total faith that I wasn't going to run into anything. I wasn't going to trip over anything. And even if I hit that base, I wasn't going to get hurt because it was this soft, fluffy thing. (laughs) And I mean, and so, and I was out. Somebody actually got the ball as hard Uh, as I could run. So I had that amazing experience that, that all the real ball players have of giving it your all and still not doing it for your team, you know, but I also had the experience the other way. And, that was just the experience of a lifetime. You know, at this point in my life, to finally experience that for the first time was just amazing. And I just want to encourage everybody to find some way of moving and getting up and doing things that gives them that thrill that Leslie yes. and I and so many other people feel. Yes. It's great. Well, Sheila, I want to <laughs> tell you, you know, people say you're only as old as you feel. I'm going to modify that and say you're only as old as you sound. And sweetie, you sound like you just <laughs> left the college campus and you're ready to tackle the world. So kudos, kudos, kudos. Woohoo! Woohoo is right. And speaking of woohoos, Miss Terry, Miss Terry, it's your turn on the hot in the hot seat. I'm gonna tailor the converse the, the question for you because you and I are in relatively the same kind of boat in some areas. What does get up and get moving mean to you now versus what it meant to you a couple of years ago when you had full sight? It really is allowing me an opportunity to show to the world that I might have lost my sight, but I did not lose my vision and independence. And I have plenty of vision now. I think I have more vision now than I even did when I was sighted because I was able to slow down and lose all those crazy distractions of worrying, you know, how how perfect my hair looks or worrying about what this person is doing when they're looking at me. I don't care what people think of me when I walk out that front door. As long as I feel beautiful and I got my hair done and my makeup on and feeling all pretty, 
And I don't worry about what other people look at me because I can't see what they look at. I feel the beauty inside of people more than looking at the outside because that's so easily changed. But the inside of humans, that's not change. And it everyone's a shining light. So for get up and get moving for me, um, I'm very angry still of losing my sight. But I don't know now that I was a professional, which I'm still am a licensed critical care respiratory therapist. We're now 20, can we just say 25 plus years? Do we need to keep <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> people yeah, are going to start figuring out sure. my age. It's close enough, It's close enough. Great. Yes. Honey, you, you, know. started that, you started training in elementary school, right? Uh, in utero. <laughs> in utero, honey. Um, yeah. I got my first sky dog when I was three. <laughs> yeah. And, and what I have to say is, is that I, being a neonatal, not only was I a neonatal respiratory therapist, but I was also a neonatal instructor for um, neonatal resuscitation and all the American Heart Certifications. So not only was I a clinical person, but I was also a teacher in the medical field. Never heard of American Council of the Blind. Wow. And that's well, I'm going go to I'm gonna go to DJ, DJ Darrow in a moment, but I want to ask you one additional question. Like myself, um, you're newer to the American Council of the Blind Spectrum, and now you're co-chairing the publicity arm of the Get Up and Get Moving campaign. So finding the American Council of the Blind, finding a voice in the American Council of the Blind, doing the community calls that you've done and now chairing a committee, what has, you know, ACB and becoming a part of this campaign meant for you in your blindness journey? It has meant so much to me as these are the skills I had before I lost my sight. And uh, I hope everyone was able to listen to the very last song I played for my hour. And it's a great brand new song and it's uh, Footprints on the Moon. Carly. And poor, yes. yes. And I'm telling you, Leslie and Tom have heard me. Um, and even when um, Tony Stevens tapped me on the shoulder and I said, Tony, I have to warn you, a lot of people shoot for the moon. I I shoot for Pluto. So <laughs> I said, and, and no Tom kidding. Tobin and Leslie can tell you because, and Darrow, because originally I wanted to do eight hour show and we settled at six hours because of this, you know, 60th anniversary. But, um, but no, um, it just enables me to bring the skills I had and still have in my heart because, you know, September was my fourth year that I, I, I went from 2020 to 2020, 2600, whatever the big E is, fuzzy blob. <laughs> All I see is blob out of my right eye. So, Enjoy those um, I do. <laughs> Leslie, since you and Dan Smoon have told me, I that's every day. I'm like, oh, look at Enjoy that Enjoy the blobs. <laughs> yes, I do. And um, and I just have to say, people that I've met along the way, like Darrow and Tyson and Leslie and Sheila Young, um, 
I'm sure now she looks going. <laughs> <laughs> and she You're was on my fine. show, girl. Butter me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony Corona, let me say. Now you got to keep those... going. You have to name everybody. <laughs> oh, I can't name You're like everybody. we're doing romper room, Anthony. I see Terry yeah, and I see Tom. I feel like I'm in the hot seat. Yeah, but Anthony Corona... Um, you know, just listening to how you've been pushing forward and moving forward. And I just have to say, um, I'm like, wow, I didn't get to experience that other community. They never called me. Um, ACB was the first one that called me. And this is what you got. You got the wrecking ball. Oh, I mean, um, you got me. Um, the human tornado. Oh, I mean, the, all right. I mean, well, the Tasmanian you know devil. I mean, but I, do want to add, I, do, I do need to add one more thing. If you are out there and you want to get involved with ACB Media, or if you have an idea, or our latest challenge from the Get Up and Get Moving campaign, please email it to media at acb.org. And remember the challenge is it's a one to three minute video of doing a dance or singing a song about your white cane, about what makes you get up and get moving, if it's your kids, is it just enjoying the fresh air? Whatever it is, one to three minute video, or if you have a, a poem or pictures, we want them. Please send them to media at acb.org. And if you want to become a DJ or a streamer, um, Rick can tell you, media at acb.org. Thank you. Well, I would like to challenge you. So you've got um, about 11 months to, to work it out, but I threw myself a blind anniversary party for my fifth year. Um, and I challenge you to do the same. Throw yourself a blind anniversary party um, to celebrate five years. Um, instead of lamenting the five years that are different in your life, I celebrated all the gains and the wonderfulness that came to me because of, of what happened. All right, I'm going to so move Anthony, on to... I have yes, to, may I just add one thing? This sure. year, my anniversary was September 26th, and I had the most amazing anniversary present calm fcb got its charter yes got its charter congratulations yeah you know, and i'm so, gonna do another sunday edition on that process very very soon oh, so hopefully okay. you'll come back and talk about it i'm gonna transition to darrow now darrow you are um a driving force in acb media so when the folks came to you and said we're gonna do this coast to coast dance party what was your first thought? Uh, I was really enthused, I, I have to say. Uh, and it really mushroomed or ballooned, if you will, into a much bigger event. I kind of envisioned at first that I'd be playing the songs myself and perhaps mentioning the uh, Get Up and Get Moving campaign or uh, uh, perhaps having a, an occasional person on Zoom. So it really... Uh, I, at first, I thought, well, first, right from the get-go, it sounded great. It sounded like fun, but it was actually fun to see how it expanded and how there was so much yes. interest in it, and it, now, and it took Darrow, off. Now, you got to be yes. honest. What were what? we doing first? We were live from where? Oh, that's true. We were. We haven't really hit on that today, but we were originally planning, <laughs> Terry and I had actually talked about this, of doing a, a live event in New York City. But yes. you know, due to the current it's COVID environment, yeah. so that's that's not out of the picture yet. I I can We've see we've got three years. Yeah, yep. But I see that happening in future. So that is how it it, it originally started. We were going to do an on on site uh, and 
adventure in New York City. And it turned out it didn't pan out this year, but there's always next year, and we'll have we'll have some fun with that. And Anthony, I just want to add one more thing about get up and get moving. If anybody's listening and says, oh, I can't run, I can't do all these things that people are talking about, I'll just say this, that during the show on Friday, I had I had two headset cords attached to me. I was wearing two heads, believe it or not, I was wearing two headsets at the same time. And uh, mm-hmm. I, could, I couldn't get up and dance, but I danced in my chair. I just mm-hmm. moved around. Yeah. Toe tapping, butt wiggling, yeah. absolutely. Right. Yeah. Snapping, yes. everything. Right. You know, right. General, I am it's... sitting on a big round ball bouncing through this entire call. <laughs> I'm just going to start ditching work and coming, Leslie. I want to come so bad. <laughs> I'm just going to close my office door and come. What the heck? You no, know, right? you can come for a little oh. bit. You don't have to stay the whole hour. <laughs> All right. I so, Daryl, I want to take a sideways <laughs> journey with you for a moment, and I am putting you on the spot so you can smack me when the call is over if you'd like. But the community calls mean something a little bit extra to you. You found a little bit more than just community with the community calls. And I wanted to give you a moment if you wanted to shout out what the community calls and, and what you found through the community calls mean to you. Well, the community calls really do mean a lot to me. And uh, I've been able to, to talk about my, my true self in the community calls. I've been able to... Uh, make a, a hell of a lot of friends. Matter of fact, almost everybody that's on this call, uh, I've eventually uh, or originally met through community calls. And it, it's meant a real lot, especially during the pandemic, because uh, uh, I've gone through some uh, personal issues in the last year and ended up uh, living by myself. And it would have been really rough to uh, go through the pandemic without having much contact with the outside world. So the community calls have really meant a lot to me because I made so many friends at a kind of a kind of a rough junction in my life, and it really it really has uh, uh, I, I just can't say how much how much has helped me. I made so many so many good good genuine friends from it. All right, so Tom, if you can give us a quick view of what's coming up next for Get I Got Moving, and I'm going to give Mr. Rick a heads up that when Tom is done, we're going to take a couple of hands. So, Tom, what's coming up next for Get Up and Get Moving? Well, there's a lot of stuff coming up. I'd like everyone else to chime in, too. But um, I know that they're planning um, our next and hopefully, knocking on wood, in-person event uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area next spring. Um, that's, that's I believe, in the works. So that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, but getting, Jolene Bailey Page. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Woohoo, Jolene. Yeah. So she. But um, you know, we're going to get together uh, our committee, and we're going to you know do a little debrief. I haven't. I will say I, I was. Um, I was on. I'm, as you all know, I think President of ACU Diabetics in Action. So we had our casual chat call last night, and we had so many people call in. And they were so positive about what we did on Friday. Um, again, that yeah. integration between the Get Up and Get Moving initiative and, you know, what stuff we're working on with ACB Diabetics in Action. So that was really that was really rewarding to hear that, that so many people really got a lot out of it and you know, are making that transition um, as, you know, they... A lot of our a lot of our members are people that are newly visually impaired with diabetes, and so they're there to learn. And so... Um, 
the synergy I like to call it between get up and get moving. And that is really important. And HV diabetics in action is really important to me, but, um, but I really want to bring the committee together and we're going to have a debrief and uh, talk about, you know, where we did well and where we thought we could have, as Terry loves to say, opportunities for improvement. I love that mm-hmm. expression. And um, so woo-hoo! anybody else want to, ch- yeah, woo-hoo! anybody else want to chime yeah. in on well, the direction well, we're going? I'd like to chime in just a little bit. It's Leslie. Sure. Absolutely. Go ahead. So um, I'm also on the ACB Brenda Dillon Walk Committee. And I we talked about that in Omaha, the Get Up and Get Moving campaign is going to go across a pedestrian bridge um, sometime during convention in Omaha. And you'll be able to have one foot in Omaha and one foot in Iowa. So nice. I love that. I love that. It's coming up. And I've heard... Um, I don't, Tom might have more than I know, but uh, I think there's there's something in the works for DC leadership. With cool. the yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned. I would, I'd like to remind folks also that um, Sunday Edition and Zelda Gebhardt have challenged all of those folks that are walking their steps to Omaha that last half a mile. We're all going to meet and walk through the streets of Omaha around our hotel and do that last half a mile together um, and hopefully get some media involved, et cetera, et cetera. So folks out there that are getting your steps in daily or every other day, keep going. We're all going to band together in Omaha. Yeah, and I would just say, Anthony, too, I mean, one of the greatest things about this committee is everybody has so many amazing ideas. Um, it, in fact, it's, it's almost like taking a drink from a fire hose, but I love it because it's like one of the thoughts that we had, and I don't want to steal Terry's thunder, but what, what could we possibly do in Omaha to actually have a real live in-person dance party, right? Like, let's get everybody together and let's have a dance. We could have a real DJ and we could have a lot of fun together. And um, so that that's uh, something that uh, Terry's been talking about, and I'm excited about that. I mean, it'll be just so amazing just to be able to, I, you know, I dare what you said about being isolated and all that. That is so true. And I can't wait to, you know, hopefully sometime next year, get back in physical proximity to all these wonderful people in our community. Um, that's been one of my biggest challenges is that just so isolating. And you know, as yeah. a type one diabetic, you got to be careful. So I've been very careful, but um, I miss, I miss that, you know, Daryl mentioned his experience with isolation. I'll just say that, um, when I lost my vision in 85 from complication of diabetes, um, I got great rehab training and I came out as a pretty proficient blind guy, but I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't like to be blind. I was embarrassed, but it was really when I got involved with ACB in the late eighties um, that I really began to meet people. Many of them, many of people, you know, Mitch Pomerantz, Paul Edwards, um, so many people that yeah. really said, Hey Tom, you got dealt you know, some crappy cards, but life goes on and they finally, the light bulb went on. And so Dara, I think you and I share that. It's, um, it was really, that was really, I think the thing that changed my life that uh, really made me really fully appreciate the value of our, our peer friends and, and members in the American Council of the Blind. I, I, I value that and treasure that very much. Relationships. So we're going to take some hands, but we may have to leave the air before we finish our question and answer period. But if your hand is up, we will take your question. Before we do recognize those hands, Terry, Leslie, tell the folks where they can find Get Up, Get Moving from Facebook to ACB Media, et cetera. Well, they can go on Facebook, Anthony. You know, um, it's the Get Up and Get Moving Facebook page, and they can post their, 
their um, one to three mi minutes of videos there, like Terry said. They can also reach out to us, media, uh, what was it, Terry, media at acb.org. Yep. Yep, you got it, girl. Woo-woo! You know, just <laughs> contact, contact, um, you know, one of us if you need to, and just keep moving, I think. Get get up and get moving. Come to one of my classes. Yeah, woo-hoo! And any, and any social right, media Rick. that you are connected with, you want to make sure you do hashtag ACB get moving and help yep. spread the word and get the numbers up. Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. And you know what? If you are on the Get Up, Get Moving page, there is an invite friends link. Um, you can always click that on and invite some of your closest friends to the page to see what we're doing, to be able to interact with us. Rick, who is uh, our first hand up? Uh, we don't have any hands up, uh, Anthony. No hands. All right, but but anything I, you want to say about the get up, get moving? Well, I, um, I I've, I've got a six I've, hour. I've got a recommendation for a dance to do. In all Omaha. right, we ought to all do the time warp dance. Oh, Let's do yeah. the time warp together. Oh, yes, it. <laughs> it's yeah, a little birdie told me, uh, Rick, to that you're a DJ, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Rick, I, you are a DJ. I, oh, I definitely am a DJ. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind being DJing the whole thing. But I, I, I've got two daughters that are twenty-seven and twenty-five, and when they were when they were in uh, preschool, they were actually doing the time warp dance. So, so, dance. so now we're dating ourselves. How long ago that that movie <laughs> came out? But that huh? actually works in two very doing that. What was that, Leslie? Did you see Dan Spoon doing that? Oh, I, I think I, I think Dan was great. Yeah, Dan would be great. <laughs> this actually ties into two things. Um, this coming Saturday uh, on karaoke, it's going to be. Please tell me I have this right. Spooky Oki. Um, although I think Scary Oki <laughs> would have worked just as well. Uh, so get your time warp, your monster mashes, uh, all thriller. of your Halloween music. Yeah. Thriller, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I might have to listen. this week. Um, but also, I think Rick is alluding to BPI is working very hard, and we pretty much have it in the bag, the rights to run the Rocky Horror Picture Show this year in Omaha. <gasps> and we're going to have a costume dance party. Um, so if you want to dress up as Magenta or as Frankenfurter himself, um, we're going to be having a costume party and a dance party. Uh, I so throw, please I, join us. I want to th <laughs> throw the toilet paper. <laughs> I'm gonna throw the toast. I'm gonna throw the toast. The, the toast, and somebody else can do the rice, and you know. Yeah. So my, 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 another cute story. My daughter Kylie, my older daughter, was she she rented Rocky Horror to watch it over the last couple of days, and she says her favorite song. What's your favorite song, Kylie? She goes, "Damn it, Janet." <laughs> Damn it, Janet! Yeah. I love you. I love you. Oh, yeah. Brad! <laughs> classic. Oh, well, Jack. Anthony, I do need your Don't help. Don't forget the dentist, son. <laughs> I do need your yeah. help with a um, challenge that was asked. Um, Dan Dillon is going to sing with Tony Stevens playing the guitar in Omaha. So I need your right. help. To help make sure that happens. Yeah, and what I, beautiful it would be. I want to definitely be on that half a mile walk in. And I think get yeah. get moving, we're going to stand behind you on that and help work together on making that happen. 
So I look forward to working with you on that, Anthony and Zelda. Zelda is amazing. We love that challenge. We love Zelda. Wow. Do we have a song for Dan and Tony? Because I will throw the first suggestion out there. Let it be. I don't know. I don't know. You may be able to inspire, you know, email Anthony. You guys know when the Angels was made, the ACB Angels. I don't know. Jessica. Oops. Sorry. I don't know if you guys know this, but, um, you know, because that was the Angels. Jessica Leslie, we'll call you back in about five minutes. Go on. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the angels was was um, formed, you know, with the the theme around his wife, um, right. the Dylan, yes. you know, and and um, Marjorie Beeman's husband. Those were that's that's where the the theme, that's where it came from. The ACB Angels Wall. Um, and my sister. So those three were the very first. Yep. Um, just a little history there about the ACB Angels Wall. But the song, where I'm going with this, is the song, if you guys go back, uh, I'm not sure if it's on the website or not, but the song. It is. Dan Dillon sang the, yeah. the, the songs. And it's just beautiful. I mean, Very beautiful. Very, very powerful movie, Leslie. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. You know, DJ Darrow, I don't know if you do any mixing along with the editing that you do, but maybe we could get a poppier version of that to walk to this year in Omaha. Oh, sure. sure, we can work that out. <laughs> I bet. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... And, and talking about that, let's throw out a challenge. Let's see. We have so many talented artists and musicians out there. If you have a song that is a great beat for walking, Send it to us, and you'll never know. Maybe we'll come with uh, an MP3 file of walking songs for an hour. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And go yeah. check out that Facebook page, um, and please invite your friends and family and loved ones and associates, work, parent, you know, everybody. Invite them to the Get Up, Get Moving, because the, the more that the world at large sees what we're doing, the more opportunities that we have for exposure, the more opportunities that we have for grant prospects, and the more opportunities that we have for folks out there that are part of our community. Like I said earlier today, 4% of us identify with one of the consumer organizations. Why, why not ACB? And by making the Get Up, Get Moving campaign as visible as possible, the more folks out there that are afraid, that don't that don't know what to do with themselves, they can find a home like we all have. Tom, I want to give you the final word on Get Up, Get Moving and what's coming next and anything else you want to say. Our health well, heroes. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Terry. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yes, we did have health heroes that sponsored the event on Friday, uh, the American Printing House for the Blind. Um, a very um, major announcement was Walmart joined us and uh, Vanda Pharmaceutical. I'm missing one. Help me out, guys. Uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. 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 You did it. Um, 10 seconds before I got to go out. Anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, just thank you so much for your support of our campaign and our committee. Anthony, uh, we love your show. Love to come back sometime. And uh, th- thanks for having us as your guest. All right, Sunday edition will be back next week with a pre-recorded show on our National Parks in the Descriptathon series with Jolene Billy Page and Bretta Packer. And I will be back live on Halloween and look for a couple of surprises, including my karaoke version of Monster Mash. This has been Sunday Editions. You've been listening to 
Sunday edition with Anthony on ACB Radio Mainstream. For more information, questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, etc., please email celebration AC. That's the word celebration with the letters AC at AOL.com. Look forward to hearing from you and let's brunch again next Sunday.